Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. And today is um, May 22, Intentional Healing or Self-Parenting Diaries. I hope you've had a good weekend. And I wanted to share uh, something along the lines of self-respect. One of the key areas we need to work on when we are doing healing work is to learn respect. But respect starts with self-respect and respect is not just about respecting other people but it's about starting with ourselves because whatever it is that we are learning or trying to achieve in our healing we need to be able to set an example for ourselves of how we we are loved or how we receive that from others or how we give that to others because if we don't have a standard or an example of how we do something or how we like something it's going to be difficult for us to determine when we get it whether we are getting the right thing or when we are giving it to others whether we are giving others the right thing so it's important when we explore the self-love concept what we really want when we are trying to learn self-love, what we are trying to do is to actually learn to set a standard by which we are loved by others. And that is really important because if we rely on others only to respect us when we do not respect ourselves, then it's not going to work because we don't know what respect means. But if I know how to respect myself, what that means, then I know how to respect other people and I also know when other people are respecting me. And that is very, very key in our lives. So when we talk about respect, there are things that we look into. We need to look into how we think because our thoughts trigger the words we speak and they also trigger the behaviors we show up with in life. So we need to mind our thoughts in terms of respect or anything really and everything, how we think, our thinking patterns, and they stem from our childhood. And then we need to explore what those thoughts are telling us, the words that we then speak or how we translate those thoughts into words. And that is essential because when we then show up in the world and we are communicating with ourselves so most that self-talk is that self-talk respecting us because that self-talk will push us then into what we say to others about others about ourselves and what we also allow others to say to us and that is really important because what we say to others and what we do to others can also show how we respect ourselves. And sometimes we do not realize this because we deem ourselves to be a certain type of person, a certain type of people. But when it comes to others, we might have double standards. And that is important. That is a reflection we need to make to recognize how we respect ourselves or how we love ourselves, depending on whether it is an act of compassion or an act of respect or an act of trust. Um, So that is really key. So what am I trying to say 
if I claim to be respectful uh, and then I go and do something that doesn't respect another person, then it means I am still struggling with respect. If I don't respect someone's boundaries, then I am still struggling with respect. It means whatever I am doing to another person is exactly how I am struggling with myself. Because what we tend to do is we project. We tend to show up with these behaviors that we are struggling with and then make out that others are the problem around them when it is actually us. So what do we need to do exactly as I said, address our thoughts, reflect on the words that we need to say to others, and before that, to ourselves. And then we also reflect on our behaviors. And we need boundaries. Boundaries are key, not only for self-trust and for compassion, but also for self-respect. Because we need to understand what values we hold and whether we are adhering to them. And that is why or how we then behave in certain ways that might be contradictory, where some people might say, oh, this is a lovely person, and other people are saying, mm, did you see what they did today, right? And there are two people with two versions of you, but you are one person. And if you have boundaries and self-respect, you are going to show up the same way in any interaction. And that is important. We are not advocating perfectionism here to say that we are perfect and we are not going to make mistakes. But there is making mistakes and then there is habitual behaviors, habitual practices, where we are a split of two people in one situation and in another, we are another person. I was talking about this in one video where I was talking about the issue of uh, love on three levels, where we might have people in the greater good claiming that we are really nice. Oh, this person is really nice. Sometimes we hear that at work. But the people who live with this person have got nothing good to say about them. Not because they do not just like the person, but actually because of their behavior. And that is what we need to be aware of in terms of respect. With respect, with self-love, it doesn't matter what other people do to us. We are anchored in who we are. We can observe and parent ourselves and then maybe express boundaries or express our needs or express how we are feeling about the situation. That's what we do. We do not say, oh, well, you know what, I, 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 I'm not like this normally, but I had to react. Well, occasionally that's fine, but if you are going to react in a way that's explosive and also you are going to be not like this every few days or every every couple of uh, every week, uh, then I think it's going to be a challenge. So we need to be aware of self-respect and when we respect ourselves, we respect others. It doesn't matter what they do, everybody deserves respect. They do. And I know that sometimes we like to say that, oh, this person did this to me, so they do not deserve respect. It doesn't work like that. Because if you are self-respecting, you will respect them anyway. And as I say, um, respecting and loving people does not mean to say we've got to keep them in our lives. We can love people from a distance. That is perfectly 
okay and that is really acceptable and very important if you respect yourself and you know that you want your secrets to be kept by others when you talk to them then you are also going to do the same for others if someone speaks to you and tells you their secrets you are going to protect them if you notice something you are not going to run around with it because you respect yourself enough to recognize that it's not your business and it's not your story self-respect is about self-focus and paying attention to that which is beneficial to you that is how you respect yourself acting in your best interest is self-respecting not pushing against anyone or anything and not forcing anyone to do what they do not want to do but making requests and then observing behavior and if people want to show up they do if they don't then still that's okay you focus on your freedom that you have that is to focus on things that are within your control and that is important there's more about self-respect but just look into behavior sometimes we show we, we we turn up in the world and we are volatile and people are scared of us sometimes we turn up in the world and we're very manipulative and and people are worried of us and sometimes we turn up in the world and we are people pleasers trying to buy people and and it's very very challenging so it's important that we recognize that all those actions are not self-respecting we need to just stand firm in our values and give and receive uh, love with others and uh, where we need to when we respect ourselves we really need to express ourselves and how we are feeling about situations so that's that the next part of our healing uh, sessions is asking you and myself how my day has been so this is an evaluation of um, of your day or our days so what have you done for yourself today uh, that has propelled you or moved you closer to your healing goals um maybe you met some of your spiritual goals like i i did today i went to church and maybe you probably did a sift sem maybe you did an objective evaluation of your triggers maybe you managed to step back and detach in a volatile situation maybe you spoke words of affirmations to yourself so reflect on that and then what did you do to love yourself with five love languages again that is very important i spent quality time with myself in meditation briefly because i had to go but i'm going to fulfill that later i walked in nature and i made sure that i made and prepared a healthy meal for myself and i also did my hugs as usual and um I didn't get myself a physical gift but I did have a time when I was really looking at nice lovely flowers today. So reflect on what you have done for yourself to love yourself today. And also look into three people who inspired you today. What did they do? Maybe somebody triggered you. I had a you know like like a mini trigger. I'm going to sift some that as an example and it wasn't something to to sort of cry home about but for example sake I'm going to use that bit of a trigger at home with my daughter and I was inspired um by my son because we went for a walk and I was also inspired by the people that I came across um 
today um, at church and and also whilst I was driving yes I think I had some 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 bit of a, of, of a trigger I, I like my driving triggers sometimes so there those are some of the things that you want to reflect on and how did it feel um, in those situations it's one point I was frustrated and one point I, I was um, annoyed and at one point I was really um, excited and happy and peaceful so all those things are worth reflecting on when you are reflecting on people who have inspired you and praise yourself learn to praise yourself and uh, tell yourself well done because sometimes we don't have anyone to tell us that so we need to do that for ourselves each and every day the next part of our work is to do a system so i'm going to do a a system um well I'm, I'm not going to do the one at home because it was quite minor to be honest uh, i'm going to do the one for driving i always like these driving uh, triggers because they can be really interesting so what i invite you to do is to look into your own trigger today something that has triggered you or uh, a life question that you have and we can work through that together so that you learn how to parent yourself the first thing we do when we are doing a sift sim is to evaluate our last sift sim so this is the only way we can actually find out whether what we are doing with the sift sim is working or not so then we can create uh, replan or create more solutions around the situation so on the friday i did a system but it was not mine it was a a, a, a general system because what i'm learning to do is sometimes i do my own and mo most of the time this month i think i'll be doing examples for people especially in relationships or even for parenting that can be helpful for people to learn from so we did a, a system about someone's ex. Maybe they found out that their ex cheated whilst they were in a relationship together. And we created solutions around you're no longer in the relationship. Focus on yourself, focus on your new relationship and try to invest in yourself and to detach and to learn from red flags in your present relationship. So those are some of the solutions we created. So maybe if you were in a situation like that, you might want to evaluate what did you then do since Friday or since you did the system. Perhaps you have just ditched that issue where you probably wanted to confront your ex uh, maybe you've just decided to let it go and to focus on your relationship and be in the moment with your new partner so that is that that is the evaluation and the next thing is we are going to share i'm going to share a trigger that i had today so i was driving in the countryside and um on a band on a bend i had uh, come across so many cyclists along the way and on a bend, at a bend i slowed down but for some reason i thought oh there's nothing there and then i tried to overtake and then there was a car coming um in front of me i mean i wasn't speeding and luckily also that person wasn't speeding because it was a bend and uh, and so i stopped and then i i lifted up my hand to say sorry and um and and so 
what then this guy this guy said to me oh don't um uh, you, you don't overtake i don't know what he said because i didn't really listen so someone spoke to me and i got irritable that's the word i got irritable when someone or another driver tried to talk to me when i'd already apologized so that is the trigger what happened i you I, 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 how did i feel i felt irritable and why because someone wanted to lecture me when i had already apologized so that's how you frame your trigger statement um so the next thing is what are the pre triggers what issues might worsen the impact of the trigger what worsened the impact of that trigger it was because number one, i had i had slept but probably not that enough and i had had a long drive to where I went to it was about two hours away and I was also driving back and I couldn't get on the motorway because it was too busy so I it took me three hours to come back so that tiredness was with me and I was just trying to get home so this is what you want to do also to reflect on any factors that might worsen the impact of your trigger and then the next thing we need to do is to take some deep breaths um, first of all let's consider the score what's the trigger score on a scale of zero to ten maybe just a five out of ten but you also look into your trigger score zero being calm and ten being very distressed and now let's take some deep breaths you can just take some deep breaths in and out in out in out in out in out so you can go on up to 15 times if you are feeling re re really triggered because deep breathing can help you to calm down and hugging yourself it feels like love like when a child comes to you with a similar situation you would probably hug them and tell them you love them so much so that's the same thing you need to do for yourself and the next thing um, is we need to look into the bodily manifestation of the trigger so although it's gone we can still parent it although i did parent myself in my in the car i have a tendency of parenting myself straight away even after so let's look into the bodily manifestation so if you relax and scan your body from toes my feet are cold my knees are a bit achy My chest there's a slight ache in my chest around here in my shoulders there's heaviness and also when you do that make sure you massage yourself and you relax any part that is tense and my face is tense probably from the tiredness of the driving so those are the sensations that you need to address and you can do this also you can you can untie those knots like mother would do if a child comes to them and then images i can just see this man in his nice car uh, you know talking although i didn't really sort of uh, notice his face the wall of his face and feelings annoyance um frustrated also guilty so look into the feelings that you might have around your situation and thoughts 
well i apologize so wh- why should i be wh- why should i have another lecture Th- those were my thoughts you know they they are not nice thoughts but that's what we need to look into uh, our cognitive distortions because that's what we need to address and that's what led to the trigger because i had these negative thoughts going in my head and then um the root cause why did i feel annoyed so that was another 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 feeling annoyance so why did i feel annoyed that this person was talking to me when i had uh, tried to apologize because i believed that we had already resolved the situation and nobody was hurt and nothing really happened there was no screeching or anything we were not even close to each other so that was my defense so this is the reason why i felt like um you know he, he was going over the top with it when the conversation might have been over because i believe that if you apologize and you feel like things have been resolved then it's time to move on at the end of the the day we're on the road so that was me and those were my that was my root cause and um unmet need might be around autonomy and to be in control uh, that's what i feel it might have been so what do we do next i need you also to look into the why of your situation why are you feeling as you are feeling and thinking as you are thinking about your situation so let's now parent a child has come to you with a similar situation what do you do for them i did this to myself already in the car but i'm sharing this for learning purposes so i love you so much memory and i want you to know that i'm here for you you don't need to panic or to worry when people share some feedback this person probably was concerned and maybe didn't thought that you might not know what to do about this situation and it's not personal they were trying to help because in other situations it could also be that an accident could have happened and you can listen to other people and what they say it's very important do not take it personally i love you so much and i'll support you and i'll continue to heal you to do what is best for you and to ensure that if there is a situation where you are in danger i will be there for you please take care now i am going to create solutions around this so that you understand what's going on and we can move forward take care and i'll see you soon and know and understand that i'm really grateful for you and you are doing such a fantastic job in this life and you drive really well but you're also human and you need to learn from your mistakes i will see you soon so this is what you need to do to have a conversation with your inner child like you actually do with a child and then the next thing is we need to look into reframes what other thoughts or perspective are out there apart from mine which we're saying we've already finished my finishing my belief that the conversation was finished was not the other person's belief and that's okay people need to uh, be able to express themselves as they need to i might have felt like he was delaying me but he didn't feel that the the conversation was over and he probably wanted to explain to me and to give me a lecture and that is okay because that's how he felt and he's allowed to feel the way he feels 
and also just because you've apologized does not mean to say someone accepts my apology and that is okay people have got the right to choose what is best for them so that is again very important and uh, also it is helpful to learn to be mindful on the road because you can cause an accident so all those things are other thoughts that i could also that i need to reflect on which are really important and to be teachable i don't know everything and then the next thing is we need to do role reversal putting myself in the shoes of this person and viewing myself if you could see what i was thinking about what he had said you could just have said well you know you need to be careful on the road and you also need to listen because what you did it's as if you didn't know simple as that and i need to accept that because as i said i need to be teachable so the next thing we need to do is to look at solutions. How can, what solutions can we create around this situation? And I invite you also to look into your why and also to look into your reframes. Because when you apply reframes to your situation and you also put yourself in the other person's shoes, you can see your own flaws and you can also notice where you need to learn. And putting yourself in another person's shoes does not mean to say you are wrong. It just means there's other perspective out there besides yours. That is really important. And then the next thing we need to do is to create solutions, specific solutions. Number one, we create self-care solutions. Start self-care. If you don't have a self-care routine, get up in the morning. Don't just get up and get coffee and go to news and go. Wake up to meditation, gratitude, uh, set an intention, deep breathing, Hugs, hug yourself, good morning, like you do with your child. Affirmations, cathartic shake, shake it off, shake it off. I've started to do a, a little run for a few, maybe 30 seconds, um, really fast run. It's very helpful because it, it, it wakes me up. So that is really important to explore self-care, to wake up to yourself. Because what happens is when we explore self-care, it creates a coating, a buffer for us. As we do it every day, we don't get up to other people, we don't get up to anger, we don't get up to previous business, we get up to a new day, thankful for the new day, because we are alive and we've been spared overnight, and we are here, be grateful, and then breathe and welcome that breath and say, oh, I see you breathing, I see you, what you are doing to my lungs, and that's amazing, and then speak to yourself and hug yourself, welcome yourself into the day, and then do a cathartic shake to wake yourself up a little bit more, and set an intention, I'm going to have a good day, set a new day, rather than live in the yesterday. That is really important. So that's the routine we need to, to try. And, and uh, you might modify it in some ways, but I've, there are reasons why all of these are essential in your routine. Although you can find some modifications that you can add there. And then you can practice mindfulness throughout the day, segment, intending, boundaries, looking after yourself, just like you would look after a child throughout the day. That's what you need to do for yourself. Bedtime reflection, sift some journal. If you are triggered, sit with your triggers and like we are doing now and parent yourself and journal. And then you need to reflect on your day, praise yourself, hug yourself and learn from your day and move forward. 
take the lessons from today and take them to tomorrow and do something about them to change your life that is what we do at work if i make a mistake today and i write an evaluation about it i'm going to check myself when i go to work to see if i'm actually changing what i did last from what i did last time and that's what we need to do with our days with other areas of our lives with our romantic relationships with our parenting very important so self-care is the first solution for short-term and long-term goals the next solution needs to be specific for that situation so for the situation of driving of being annoyed because someone uh, said something when i was driving number one is to be careful on the roads i continue to remind myself of that and to continue to set an intention when segment intending especially when you are driving before you get out of the car in get in the car or before you start driving say to yourself i'm going to have a good drive there's going to be ease of traffic and i'm going to meet with friendly people and that is important and also the other thing is to just be mindful that you meet with people who are in different moods and different modes and it's okay but if you are in your like when you do the self-care and you learn self-love you will have a sense of self and you are not going to be disturbed by anyone and everyone because you know who you are and you don't have to be um to be shaken around by people like a puppet you can be triggered but you don't have to react and sometimes you can just brush it off or parent yourself and let it go but you can also still listen to other people's perspective and these are solutions that you can create and respect other people you know i didn't say anything when that person said what they said um because i wanted to go but i also didn't just say something nasty or or or, or similar i just let them say what they wanted to say and then i i, I went my way i didn't stop I, i mean i just went my way when the opportunity arose to keep going so that is really really important to look into specific solutions for your situation i try always to look into um sharing that at work we create solutions let us create solutions in other aspects of our lives when we are triggered and also to accept our humanness i am human and i'm going to be making mistakes almost every day we make we, i mean every day we make mistakes in one area or the other whatever it is not not necessarily at work but in other areas there is a mistake that we make every day it might be minor but we do maybe even more than one but we need to acknowledge that and keep parenting ourselves but try also to be better each and every day and those are some of the solutions that i might apply and consider other road users really really important not that i didn't but it's 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 a solution that's worth reflecting on so for you i also invite you to look into specific solutions for your situations what can you do going forward about this situation what can you stop doing and what might be helpful so that is really important and then the next thing is to look into long term solutions I keep evaluating myself keep parenting myself keep doing systems and keep um reminding myself that i need to grow because again as we parent ourselves we are like children we are growing and we need to keep parenting ourselves each and every day we need mother whatever we are doing whatever we are saying whatever we are thinking we need mother and we've got an inner mother we need to access that and 
actually live, try to, to move towards living a quality life. Very, very important. The Stoics came up with all these tools, this encouragement to help us or to encourage us to live a quality life because our lives are short, are really short, but let's make them worthwhile. That is what we are trying to do and that's what we need to learn to do when we use tools. And then um, long term, again, you just do self-care and also evaluate the short-term goals. And then we are finished now. I hope you have also created solutions for your situation. Now let's do the last bit, the cathartic shake. Okay, so I like this. This is why I do this all the time. Uh, so you do a cathartic shake and then score yourself. So I had a score of five out of 10. And now at the end of this exercise, I'm actually a zero. Um, I did this for the sake of, of, of learning, but even when I was in the car, about 20 minutes later, I had let it go because I spoke to myself, you know, I couldn't um, stand up and I mean, I mean do my, a full hug, but I touched myself like this and I said, it's okay, you are okay, you are safe, you need to learn to accept feedback and you need to be okay with when other people, you know, are saying something and it's not personal. So I, I spoke to myself like a parent would speak to a child and I said, let it go and learn from it and i let it go in the end 20 minutes later i was fine it was as if it hadn't happened so that is really really important that we continue to do that so that we keep growing and for uh for grounding this this month i haven't really sort of consciously looked into grounding so i'm just going to repeat what we have shared before there is a practice that can help you when you've got uh, intrusive thoughts it's called the vu so it's like if you're struggling it can be part of your distress toolkit you can you can try this with me now maybe just relax and notice your thoughts what you are thinking and then start vu that this exercise will actually interrupt your thoughts and you can distract with it but it's also helpful because it's coming from inside so that is really helpful for you to learn to soothe yourself using um, you know using your own body or from inside rather than from outside I hope that was helpful and i hope i see you again on tuesday as we continue this self-parenting sessions and if you've got a trigger you want to share we could actually parent that on one of these sessions feel free to comment and i'm hoping i'll see you soon quality life before relationships thank you for watching google tanya and coming and anyone else see you soon